Welcome to From the Field, a podcast helping ministry leaders think differently, thrive personally, and lead thoughtfully. My name is Ryan Hughley. I'm lead pastor of Ridgeline Church in Salt Lake City, Utah, and the founder of Telio, a care and formation ministry for pastors. My name is Tyler Dravitz. I'm the executive pastor at Ridgeline, and also uh, I run a ministry called MyXP, uh, where we provide remote executive pastor support to churches around the country. So we're fresh back from uh, our first like legit vacation mm-hmm. post COVID. Yeah, to first, Disney. First unplug for me is since January of 2020. Yeah, which I'm not looking for like an attaboy. Part of it was I was trying to explain to one of my pastors. It's not that. My XP or Ridgeline keeps me so busy I couldn't, but as a single person in quarantine, what would I stop the one thing that right. I had to get out of bed for? Right. <laughs> so we went to, uh, we had to cancel every sing for people who don't know, every single year we take, mm-hmm. you take our family, let the record show. Okay. I think it's important that the record show, so you get full credit. Oh, I don't By know if I and large, that. By and large, it's you that takes our family to Disney annually for what we call our family trip. Yeah. And uh, we had to cancel. We're supposed to usually go January, February. Yep. So the world was still a mess. So we decided not to go. And then last minute found uh, that we had the opportunity to, to go make it up in the middle of the freaking summer. Which you you kind of bared the burden of making the final call on, like, we're not going to go. So how did you feel about having to call me and tell me that? It was, I mean, it was terrible. I was way, <laughs> way more anxious about telling you than I was my kids. So I don't know what that says about you or me or, or any of us. Yeah, the but, whole situation uh, is a little squirrely. Yeah, but, that, yeah. That, was not, that, was not a, that was not a fun call uh, by any means. But... By God's grace, we were able to make it up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so this has been a huge, huge part of our lives. And so yeah. we're actually going to do hit pause on the series we've been doing. Yeah. And we're going to have a, a standalone episode Yeah, that by and large, we're going to talk about why we love Disney. Yeah, because I, I think for the average person who just hears it, it might need just a little bit of explanation. Yeah. I think uh, I don't know if it does. You to don't be think honest. So? Well, I think that I think that half pe- half the people are going to listen to this, and half the normal listeners are going to be like, "I don't care about this episode." Yeah, if I fair. had to guess. But this is the beauty of having your own podcast. Right, you we get to talk, talk about whatever, whatever you, you want. want. That's right. <laughs> and I would say, if you're skeptical or just feel like that's weird, just listen in. Yeah. Just give it a shot. So so basically, I would say, I'm not sure if we both have the same intent with this episode, but my, okay. my intent is, I think I think that, uh, that a lot of, I mean, a pastor, everyone is still, I'm going to talk about this on Sunday. There's an organizational psychologist named Adam Grant who wrote an article for the New York Times in April mm-hmm. uh, about the psychological reality of languishing that okay. lives... Um, in between the lives on the psychological spectrum between depression and flourishing. And it's, he said is probably going to be the most dominant emotion of 2021 in, in the wake of 2020 sure. basically. So um, I would say by and large, many of us are probably doing better than mm-hmm. we were in the thick of last year. The problem is better than terrible is a pretty low bar. Sure. And so we have found in our own experience just in this last two weeks that really being able to get away for an extended immersive break has been extremely, I would say healing um, and refreshing coming out of the last year. Absolutely. And so especially for 
um, moms and dads of young kids, mm-hmm. I would very much argue it's pretty tough to beat Disney for a family trip. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, it's just like, I mean, maybe you're just someone that hates Disney and then I don't, I don't even know what you yeah. are. I don't know how that, how that could be. See but, a therapist, get yeah. over it and go down to Orlando. <laughs> That's you know, right. I don't know. So, um, so I think to, to some degree, we're going to talk about why we love it. Yep. And some of the benefits of that trip for us in particular. And and tell people that, I mean, if you're looking for, you're not sure what to do for a family trip sometime this year. Yeah. This is the one that we would commend to you. Yeah. And there's still some summer left. I know that Disney's running some great deals They're You know, they've lost as a company over $10 billion. Uh, And so they're real excited to have you go spend your money. And I think it is something worth considering. I, I was talking with a pastor that we support today and he made... The call, he's going inside of 30 days, he's headed down to Disney. And so I just really feel like um, it it, it is an option Mm -hmm. and there's ways to do it. And I think we're going to provide some like insight on the ways you can do it. Mm -hmm. We're going to provide some insight on why you Mm -hmm. should do it and and what benefit could come out of it. And I just want to say on the uh, front end, we say this all the time, this is a non-sponsored podcast. Yeah, dude, Um, if we could get Disney or Planning Center or anyone to kick in a little something for these free commercials. My point is I'm going to reference several companies, and it's just because I like these companies and not because I get anything from them or anything at all. Just I like them. Yeah, totally. So, So you know that it's an unbiased like. Yeah. All right, so just for the sake of uh, of context, yeah, I remember when you called me mm-hmm. to to like basically, I wouldn't even say pitch me, but like take the temperature on my interest and our interest as a as a family on the the potential of like making Disney a thing that we did together because you were going to buy into the Disney Vacation Club. Is that right? Not quite. I don't. So, I only remember the phone when you yeah, called me. Yeah. So. For for a couple of years, I had just brought it up as like, hey, ha, 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 like kind of tongue in cheek. Because mm-hmm. the truth is, as you travel with people, that could be the end of relationships. I could oh, give yeah. you countless stories. I mean, we've had to sit in and mitigate people in our church who'd gone on vacation that we had cautioned not to. Yep. They did it anyway, and now the relationship's over. Yeah. Yep. And so it's, it's uh, and at that time, your kids were very young, and there was just Lincoln so, wasn't even born. Nope. Yeah. Um, and there were so many unknowns in mm-hmm. the equation. And so, you know, d- had just thrown it out and and we had sort of talked about it. And so I had, uh, you had told me, like, I had brought it up one time and you had told me, hey, you guys talked about it. And you're at the place where, like, I could begin, like, seriously looking into it. Mm-hmm. Instead of just joking about it nervously, like, let's go ahead and mm-hmm. move forward. And so what I had done was gone to the Woodfield Mall in Schaumburg, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And there was always this store that said, like, Disney. It was, like, Doorway to Dreams or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I assumed it was a store where you could buy, like, you could just plan a trip to Disney. And I had no, mm-hmm. I mean. Like a Disney travel agent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I had no idea. I had been to Disney one time when I was 12 in my life. Had yep. always been, like, a Disney fan. I grew up in the 80s and 90s, so in the, like, golden era of Disney movies. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, knew nothing about any of it, had barely been on their website, anything like that, and walked in. And and to make a long story short, it was not to help you plan a trip. It was to help you buy into their timeshare program. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, the Disney Vacation Club. Yeah, the Disney yeah. Vacation Club. So if we, I say DVC at all, it's just vernacular for Disney Vacation Club. Yeah. Um, and 
Um, you know, I had a, a great uh, agent there. His name's Derek DeBoer. He's still, I'll mention him a few times throughout the podcast, but he kind of walked me through, helped me understand the cost savings, which if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know, uh, he didn't know this, but I'm a real glutton for cost savings. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so... That was an interesting turn of phrase, a glutton for cost savings. Yeah. Interesting juxtaposition. Anyways, keep going. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, but at any rate, so uh, I had met with him and at least didn't like sign on the dotted line that day. The call you remember is I called and I was like, hey. Yeah. But the, the basically it was, I think the way, because the way that you buy into the Disney Vacation Club and when you bought in the contract lasts for how long? Uh, 50 years. 50 years. Yeah. But in order, in order to basically like justify or cover the expense, we mm-hmm. would have had to take at least five trips in our lifetime. Is that what it was? Yeah, and and those fifty years, and that was back then. It's it's quite a bit more expensive now. Yeah. But, uh, back in two thousand nine, when or two thousand eleven, when I purchased, uh, it was as long as we took like about five or six trips and and stayed in a nice resort yeah. anytime in our like and so that was my that was my pitch was yeah would we do do you believe right i mean you know your kids were three and one i think and so yeah. is it plausible yeah that we would and and you said yes and so then i just signed everything just as fast and, as i could and the rest is history and now yep. we just got back from our 10th family trip 10th trip i love uh is it so Lincoln gets to tell people he's been one more time than he is old. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's he been, went before he's been, he was one. That's yep. right. Yeah, and he's been one less time than the other two because he wasn't born yet for yep. the first trip. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so it's just been a huge, I mean, we, you and I uh, also go down for mm-hmm. an, like an annual planning retreat. Yep. We've, we've done that. How I many have we done? Five of those? Yeah, think, well, and I well. think a big part of it is just um, once your accommodations are paid for and the reason that we do February and then January, we, we work out how to have an annual pass last mm-hmm. like kind of. Uh, two trips and yeah. so when we have an annual pass like when you're accommod- that's part of how we got there this year when your accommodations are taken care of the entertainment's taken care of and the units that we sleep in have a full kitchen and we do some grocery shopping which we'll talk about here in a mm-hmm. minute um it's it's just flights right flights and a little bit more and you're there and so so much ice cream oh so much ice cream yeah <laughs> well yeah there's for sure some room charges right. that right. happen but uh, yeah, so I think that uh, it's something that's worked for retreats. You and Tammy have taken yeah, a few gone. trips, just the two amazing. of you. Mm-hmm. So big ideas. It's a it, Disney is genuinely a huge part of our lives. Yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. and so we're going to break this conversation up really into three parts. We're going to talk about five things that we love about Disney. Yep. Uh, five ways to enhance your experience if you choose to go. Yep. And then you're going to close us out with like five pro tips. Yep. Right. Cause you, yeah. you are like, we always joke in our family, we call you the Disney Butler. Yep. Cause I want to acknowledge at the outset of this conversation, our experience is very unique. Tammy talks about this all the time. By and large, you guys' experience. Our, is I yeah, mean, yeah. not you. Us. Yeah, I'm not we a part of the basically hour. like you pick us up to go to the airport and then we just follow you for like a week. Yeah. Because you have planned everything. So your your experience is unique and my experience is how people just use like ten percent of their brains or yeah. whatever it is. I've filled the rest with Disney knowledge. <laughs> that's right. So it's 10%. available. It's just filled that's right. up. Yeah. So yeah. all right, so let's start and we're gonna move quick through these things because yep. we got a lot of stuff that we're gonna cover. But sure. let's just start with five things we really love about Disney and okay. I'll, I'll kick us off. Go for it. I think the thing the first thing for me is they're always improving. Yep. 
It has changed. So we have been going. So if we've gone 10 times, have we been going? Yeah, so we've been going for 10 years. 2011 was our first trip. It is. It is so different than it was even 10 years ago. I mean, like the parks are the same, but there's been new shows, new attractions, so much new food, which is great because our first year, the food was pretty Mm, atrocious. Um, And it's just always getting better. And and it's like they're always getting better at every level. Yeah. It's not just that they're adding new things. They're just constantly improving and trying to make what they do better. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, so, uh, I've also talked about how I worked at Starbucks. One of the things that Howard Schultz says in one of his books is seek to renew yourself, even when you're hitting home runs. And I think that Disney does a great job of that. I think what Starbucks, not so much anymore. Disney still does. Well, he's not there and I'm sure he's, he's happy (laughs) cash in his stock checks, but otherwise is real sad. Yeah. Regardless. Uh, I think so Disney, um, uh, Disney, uh, what I love is just the, the attention to the tiny details. Oh, yeah. So for example, usually at some point very early in the morning, whether it's to go get ice or something else, I'm out and they literally, I would love to hear someone who knows for a fact, I believe they power walk or power wash every concrete service every single day. Yep. So every pool deck, every sidewalk, every sidewalk, every everything. I mean, sometimes they're like damp and you think, did it really just rain on the concrete? And then you see the guy with the machine. And it's not like yep. one where you have to stand back from. They have this weird machine that like shelters the water. It's almost like a, a floor br- buffer with like mm-hmm. covered jets and it like clean. And I just love that where it's not uncommon to see uh, someone with a tiny little paintbrush just touching up paint and not we're, we're not talking on like mickey mouse but we're talking on like the handrail to the back side of an entrance of a building totally. or things yeah. like that i mean it's amazing it to is. see them constantly focused on how do we get better how do we grow how do we um not allow ourselves to get stagnant in our success yeah i i think when you're talking about that i even think about in steve jobs uh biography Uh, the author writes about how obsessed he was with the way that the inside of their machines looked. Mm -hmm. And, you know, their engineers were always like, this does not matter. No one can see this. You can't open this. No one sees this. (laughs) The moment you open it, it's it's voided. But that's how committed he was to have. And I mean, he was like objectively insane at times. And I think probably abusive and push people way too hard. But yeah. but that sentiment of caring about every detail is something that I would say that Disney really shares in common. Yeah. And we both really, really love that. Yeah. I think the next thing is they're consistent with service. And yeah. I love good good customer service. It's, it's just... Because it, it service is dead outside of Disney. That's, yep. that's basic. And Ridgeline. Because I feel like we try to provide Ridgeline. good guest experience. But my gosh, it's dead everywhere else. Yeah. I mean... Dead, 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 <laughs> and Alpha Coffee in Utah. Alpha Coffee in Salt Lake City, but only they do a one good job. place. That's, That's it. right. Uh, and I think that um, the thing to keep in mind is with that many thousands of people on at all times, with that many, uh, I think they have about two hundred and fifty thousand employees. Mm-hmm. They're the world's largest single site employer. Mm-hmm. Um, And all of that said, you have to recognize it's not always going to be perfect. But what I love is at some point, you're going to find someone who really cares, who understands the value of your experience, not just customer experience, not just taking care of customers, but taking care of like me. Yeah. Um, And and sometimes you have to, you know, ask to speak to a supervisor or something like that. Uh, But I, I think if you go down there and things don't go well, 
uh, I think my encouragement in all service experiences, but especially at Disney, is give the person in front of you the opportunity to yeah. make it better. Now yeah. we've even had some experiences that were pretty horrible. Mm-hmm. Where I I went. A we few had one levels. year. We had one yeah. year in particular yeah. that was really really bad. Yeah. Like walking down the hall uh, back to our hotel room, mm-hmm. seeing water leaking out into the hall, and realizing, oh my gosh. I think this is coming out of our room. Yeah. Going into your side of the hotel of the hotel room and finding a waterfall pouring out of the ceiling. Yeah. And yeah. a couple of people that you talked to, like, didn't do a great job of handling it, but no. you kept at it and yeah. kept talking to them. And eventually they very much did make it right. Really made it right. Yeah. Like basically covered our trip. For a while. For a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So but. so they did. So yeah, it's not to say that like their service is so perfect that sure. nothing ever goes wrong. That's not the case at all. But it's one of the few, pl- like there are pl- most places I would say you go to, not only are you going to experience bad customer service, no one cares right? at any think, level. And I think we were talking about this the other day. One of the reasons that we choose, because I get the feedback from those who know me, why don't you mm-hmm. go somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Um, and my thing is just because I know what the experience will be right? without a doubt. And if it's not right, I know they'll make it right. That's right. That's what I know beyond a shadow of a doubt. Every And, and there have been other minor things mm-hmm. that have happened. And each time, like, often the person in front of me has just made it right. Yep. And um, and I I love that. Totally. And I love the assurance that if I'm going to, uh, you know, we're in ministry. We don't have an infinite supply of money. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, um, it, needs think, to, it needs to count. Yeah, when yeah. you spend it, it has to, has to, has right. to count. Yeah, I would say then in, in uh, a third thing, and this is a, probably my single most favorite thing about mm-hmm. going down there, is that it is it is probably the most immersive place I've ever gone. Absolutely. Tammy and I talk about this every single year. That week that we go, it's like everything, it's one of the only times I feel like I travel or I'm on vacation where the the noise of everything else stops yep. and it's like the only thing that exists is our family, our trip, our fun that we're having together. And in, and this has been like, even in super stressful seasons of ministry where sure. we've been largely able to go and that has been shut off and we can just focus and be there. Yep. And it's amazing. And then one of the qualifications that you always make is that you always say like, we're, we're Disney world people not Disneyland people. Yeah, even as we move to Utah, stop suggesting I go to Disneyland. Yeah, and I mean, we've been to Disneyland before, yeah, and that's, I, I went, I uh, living in California as a kid, like, that's where I went before I ever went to Disney World. Yeah. The difference is, like, when you drive on to Disney World's property, yeah. you can give some of the math in a second, yeah. but it's, it's, it's enormous. Disneyland yeah. is like, there's just like, there's like a Quiznos across the street from the entrance Yeah, where you're just like that. It feels like, it just feels so, it feels like an, an albeit amazing amusement park, but an amusement park in the middle of the city. Yeah. Disney world feels like a country. Oh, totally. That you go into and, and it's just, and all the signage is specific to them. Every, it's just, it's the most immersive place I've ever been. Sure. Well, I mean, a travel writer has said, you know, he refers to Disneyland as charming and Disney world as spectacular. That's and I think the reason for that is so you could take all of Disneyland and California adventure, all of it and fit it in the parking lot for the magic kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney literally. world. Yeah. Literally Disney world is 40 square miles and larger than Manhattan. Wow. That's that's what they have. And I know 
one of the things you always comment on every year. Uh, part of it is we always rent a car while mm-hmm. we're there, and so you do the driving around. Yeah. And the the fact that even the street signs are oh, so great. Yeah. And I can't stand like there are a couple places that like even to go from uh, like resort to a certain park. Sometimes yeah. it's quicker to get on the interstate. Yeah. I refuse. Yep. Like you and I took a lift <laughs> earlier this year, and the lift driver got on the interstate, yep. and I about blew a gasket. I know. I don't want to leave. This is, the I, I, I want to stay, yep. I want to stay in the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that it, uh, it is, it just, whether it be the lands themselves, but it's not even about like, I actually feel like I'm on Pandora and when no. I'm in the avatar, it's just, I'm at Disney Yeah, and that's what I need to feel. Yeah. So, yep. Yep. so great. All right. What else? Uh, they do everything with excellence. Yeah. I mean, uh, there is like, we have a, a cultural trait at Ridgeline where we say we never phone anything mm-hmm. in and I'm telling you they have a speed for sure yeah because they do well and they have billions of dollars yeah, I would hope we so. don't yeah. but uh I mean there's just no aspect that they just feel like uh we're gonna just like even your I mean your way. power washing is another great yeah. example of that mm-hmm. you're just like we're not gonna let our sidewalks get dirty that's how committed they are to it yeah and I think that one of the reasons that I really love. I have an executive pastor friend who uh, lives down in Orlando uh, and he and I were talking and he's fascinated with Disney as well. Just Mm -hmm. loves him some Disney. We've met a few times down there and all of that. And I was asking him like, what is like, you know, because this was another Mm -hmm. uh, man in my same kind of Mm -hmm. role and all that. And I just, what, what is it that causes you to love Disney so much? And he said that his wife actually pointed out to him that it's because it's the only place he goes in the world Mm -hmm. where he doesn't try to fix it. You know, he doesn't look at, I mean, especially as someone who used to work for Starbucks, I go into every Mm -hmm. Starbucks and I think, well, you should be here. You should be, you know, the deployment is all wrong. The the cafe is filthy. I go everywhere. And I I just think of, well, if that person slid here and Mm -hmm. took care of that. And, and I think those who are listening with that executive pastor mindset do have that analytical. It's really hard for me to just attend church. Even if I'm going Mm -hmm. to a friend's church, I'm always thinking about is the temperature right? Is the music volume? Right? Was there were their greeters as friendly as they should be? Could they have done this? What about the signage? Do I know where the bathroom? I mean, those types of thoughts mm-hmm. are running through my mind like uh, like lightning speed through my mind. And when I go to Disney, it is this sort of <sighs> yeah, yeah. And I just get to like watch and enjoy. As a you matter get to of appreciate fact, rather than constant. Like we're both very high criticality. Oh, in, in all settings, absolutely. And it's just it is. It's very nice to just get to appreciate rather than feel like I can think of 10 ways that this would be better. And as a side note, if there's anyone from Starbucks listening, if you want to figure out how to fix your stores, go to Disney and watch them do it because right. they just, I mean. Even their is, Starbucks they I, have in the parks are better. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I actually, I won't bore everyone, but I yeah. know a story where Disney wouldn't accept Starbucks training plan. They actually had to redo the entire thing in a Disney way. And the people who are making your drinks, the reason they're so good is because they have gone through uh, an unbelievable training process mm. just to do it well. Well, the last thing I think, as we were talking through, like, what are the things we love the most? The last thing is it forms incredible memories. And I I definitely understand you can make amazing memories anywhere and that Mm -hmm. memories are largely about the people that you're with. But for us, we have have formed probably our most cherished family memories together at Disney. And they range all the way from, like, very sentimental, emotional memories Mm -hmm. and then just some of the funniest funniest experiences I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Like the one that will forever stick out to oh, me here we go. that know. we, that my, our family laughs about on the regular 
is there was one night we were at the Magic Kingdom and we have one place in the back of the park that we think has the best soft serve. Uh, storybook treats, I think. Yeah. yeah. So we get we get soft serve, and uh, it was a little rainy that night, which you know isn't great when you're like walking eating an ice cream cone. Yeah. But we were coming through the castle because we were on our way getting ready to leave. I believe it was yeah, like we were trying the end to power walk outside yeah. the park. We had just gotten our <laughs> ice cream. Our ice cream. It was our first night. Yeah. Everybody's tired because it's mm-hmm. a travel day, yeah. but everybody's so excited. And we're eating our ice cream. We're walking through Cinderella Castle. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, this like nine foot tall hippie walks by you, cuts in front of you, and his dreadlock dragged through the top of your ice cream cone, like leaving a trail. Yeah, it's not like, did it or didn't it? No, no, no. There, there was, was a trail. Evidence. There was. Yeah, it left yeah. a wake yeah. in your ice cream cone, and you had just the most dejected, despondent, mm-hmm. and disgusted look on your face. And it was one of... It's one of the greatest memories of my whole life. Because if you know me at all, there's no five-second rule when a dread goes through. I mean, we're... That's just a good general life principle. We're talking like I needed a hazmat you threw bag it, oh, yeah, you were all done. clean my hands. Yeah, yeah. it was real, yeah. real bad. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we just have... So, and from this last trip, there's just so many things over the last week and a half since we've been home that we keep laughing about that happened. And yes. uh, so, yeah, so it just really, really in a special way locks away these memories oh, yeah. for us as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. In the pictures and all, yeah. All of it. So mm-hmm. it is for all of these reasons and many, many more, it is our favorite place to go. So let's talk about maybe someone who, uh, I know that there is people that have gone in the past and when mm. they think about it, like even when I went to the gym, when I got back and I told people I'd been there, a couple of them were like, sorry about that. How? Cause they just have this, yep. a different picture than what we experience when we go. Yeah. They think, just standing for hours on end in lines, um, eating horrible food in the heat, and it's just like terrible to yep. them. And by and large, that's not, I mean, we went in June this time, so it was very, very humid yeah. and hot, but that's not our experience. So let's say right. someone has either had that, a bad experience in the past, mm-hmm. or they're like, all right, well, my kids have always wanted to go. Let's give it a try and let's go. Let's yeah. talk about five ways to enhance someone's experience if they're going to go. I love it. Good? Let's right. do it. So yep. Here's the first one. Um, you can talk about this because yeah. this is really a big one for you, but but you really work hard to provide for both yours and our comfort on the yeah. trip. Talk about that. Yeah, and I think it's just important to think through how long you're going to be there and what are those small, like, kind of home comforts that mm-hmm. you can have. You know, one of, before it was something that every church used as a tagline, and Disney used welcome home. Right. And it's this idea that you're supposed to feel at home there. And I think there are some small things that you can do uh, as you think through, like, I really prefer this or I yeah. really like that. So for a great example is for us, we, like all of us, like to sleep with box fans or yeah. some amount of fan for both the white noise and the breeze. Yeah. That's a super important part. And so as a result, uh, Disney has some, but we typically end up spending about $17 on a box fan. You want to mm-hmm. know why? Because it makes a wild difference in the oh, yeah. sleeping experience. And I got to tell you, when you're at Disney, you need a good night's sleep. Yeah, we this, this so, last trip, Tammy tracked it. We walked 73.6 miles. That is a lot. It's a lot. a lot of miles. And so if you're yeah. not sleeping well, you're going to be super pissed and there's going to be a lot of conflict. Yeah. So you need sure. to sleep. And but that's a great example. Yeah. Without that, it would be absolutely 
miserable. Yeah, and I think there's a bunch of little things like that that we do. But I think really thinking through, mm -hmm. uh, instead of looking at it as like, how do you pack in your backpack? Uh, maybe check a bag. Maybe um, there's all kinds of services all over Orlando that will deliver just about, I mean, you can yeah. have a crib delivered. You can have a stroller delivered. Do not use the Disney strollers. Oh, gosh, Get one delivered. so bad. That's one place uh, they are not working to improve. They're nah. using the same oh, man. crappy plat. They look like yeah. prison strollers. It looks like they were like, hey, Frontier Airlines. Yeah. How would you do Build a stroller? Us a stroller. Yep. And then that's what they got. Frontier's better than prison. I don't think they have strollers in prison. But if you had a <laughs> if you had to live, raise your child in prison, Disney would provide that would the be stroller. the stroller. Yeah, for sure. Um, but regardless, I think, um, you know, just thinking through those things and recognizing if you're going to spend 50, a hundred dollars, like mm -hmm. in the scope of what you're going to spend, cause we're going to talk about some pro tips. We're going to talk about some ways to save money. It's not going to be the cheapest vacation you've mm -mm. ever taken. That's just, that's just the way that it is. And so recognizing that a little bit, it also more, won't feel like it when no. you're there. No. Oh yeah. For sure. You can, mm -hmm. yes, you can go to Six Flags this weekend. Yeah. Uh, the people in Disney are having a better time. Yeah. No definitely. Chance. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good one. Provide for yeah. your comfort. A second one would be have a real clear plan for the day. Yeah. Um, it is like, I remember our very first trip, mm -hmm. we, uh, we didn't know any, hardly any of the things that we know now. Nothing. I and had my 12 year old memory. Yep. That was it. That's so it. I remember that we, 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 we got there, we uh -huh. went right, right, right to the magic kingdom. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the very first thing we, we just basically walked down main street and turned left. Yeah. Well, we grabbed a map. We grabbed a map. We mm -hmm. turned left and, uh, we were like, Oh, there's the Swiss family Robinson Treehouse. Let's mm -hmm. go do that. Yeah. And so first thing we did march nine thousand stories up this treehouse. yeah then we stood in line for an hour to ride these stupid magic carpets yeah which was just like a spinner ride and then we jumped right on pirates of the caribbean and terrified my children. little children <laughs> it's like pitch black and horrifying <laughs> oh, when you're that man. little and that was a great like that was not a great first day no. Nope. Um, and the truth is, I, in general, I mean, we had, it was our first time going, so we had yeah. a ton of fun. But yeah. comparative to what it's like now, it was not a good trip. No. And it, by and large, had to do with not having a plan. So yeah. now, I mean, you and I, months before, talk through every day of the trip. Sure. Where, like, first of all, what park are we going to go to? How are we going to spend the day? Mm-hmm. But then we come up with a plan for here's what we're going to do through the day. Absolutely. And then the night before like every night on the trip, mm -hmm. we're like re-looking at the plan to make sure it's still what we want to do. Oh yeah, we review it. We talk to the kids. What do you want to do? All of that yeah. kind of, I mean, good grief. Our next trip is like 215 days away. I spent a little time working on the grocery shopping list today. Yeah. Yeah, so. But it makes a huge difference. Totally, Absolutely. And so, and what I would say is like, if you're looking for a, I just want to go check out and do nothing. Yeah. This is not that trip. This trip yeah. this needs to be This is not like the planned. sandals, no. Jamaica, sort of all-inclusive. No. Just show up and like be told what to do. That's yeah. not a thing. for That's for, That was my honeymoon and we got hit by a hurricane and it was well, horrible. And I'll so. never go back to Jamaica or sandals ever again. Cool. I did sandals Jamaica because that's uh, where Michael, Michael Scott, Scott went. Yeah. yeah. We were, I think he was there when I was there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, oh I think gosh. just really, I mean, you can find, I mean, I'm assuming I've never really looked, but yeah. whether it's in the Disney app, mm -hmm. is it the Disney experience app? Is that like the park my one? Disney my Disney yep. experience. Yep. I'm quite certain if you Google park map, like you can find oh, yeah. all to just get a sense of like, what are the attractions? Have some sense of yeah. like, what are the big rides and where are the wait times going to be? I think to do all that work on the front end will make your trip exponentially better. 
Absolutely, yeah. And I've got some pro tips that'll okay, kind of cool. point you in the right direction as well. But All absolutely. Right, what, what else from an enhancing experience, what else would you recommend? Oh, man, this is not. So if you're looking for like, you know what? I just need to like sleep in and yeah. like, get a slow start to the day. wake up around noon. Oh, man, you are missing out. Yeah. Uh, like uh, the early riser wins at Disney. 100%. And so whatever time your park is, I would be there about an hour beforehand. One, because they've uh, they open the parks anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour early. Mm-hmm. They let people in and start writing things. It's really based on when the park is ready. Yeah. So no later than the posted open time, but that's never, I don't know that we've ever been held until the moment the park's supposed to open. No, Ever once. Uh, Yeah. So I think uh, making sure that you start early, uh, the Disney term for that is the rope drop because Mm -hmm. they actually hold people back with a rope and kind of march it forward. Uh, But making sure, uh, as a matter of fact, I, I was thinking about our last trip and kind of looking at our plan and in that first like hour to hour and 15 minutes. So basically the first full hour, the park is uh, listed to be open mm-hmm. uh, plus our kind of pre-opening time. We would be able to do more attractions and things in that first hour than the entire rest of the day. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean it, there, there were a couple days, I think at Hollywood Studios, I think before the park was technically supposed to be open, yeah. we'd already done two things. Right. Which some the same things that later in the day you people are going to stand for. in line for for somewhere between one to three hours. Yeah, absolutely. So it's it, it just yeah. I would say if it, again, I think you have to know what kind of trip you're looking for, and if you're looking for like I just want to sleep all day. Yeah. Don't go to Disney because yep. it's just a waste of your time and money. But if you're like if you're an early ride, which we already are early yeah. risers, it's getting a little harder with our kids as we yeah. learned this year. <laughs> Um, but, but it just makes a huge difference to be there. And if you want to like uh, our preference, and I think some of this is informed by when we started going, when we started going, our kids had to nap. Yeah. So we would like crush the park first thing. We'd be out by one so our kids could sleep. And we thought, well, when they get older, that'll go away. That has not gone away. Yeah. It's still our preference to get there in the morning, Mm -hmm. to beat the heat in the afternoon and the crowds. Yep pool, hang out at the hotel, whatever, and then go back in the evening. But either way, we just get so much more done and you avoid so much standing and waiting by hitting it early. Absolutely. Yep, for sure. All right, that's good. Talk about this fourth one of budgeting a buffer. Yeah. I think the big thing is you want to be in a place where you can say yes. Yeah. You know, like whether it be for the ice cream bar, whether it be for the, like the Mickey doll, whether it be for any of those kind of things. Another ice cream cone because a hippie dragged his yes, dread through 100%. yours. 100%. Yeah. You, you do like, and, and it's not just a matter of like, you know, so your kids walk down Target and they always want something, but there's mm-hmm. going to be something yeah. that like in that moment captures the kids' hearts. Like yeah. I remember uh, your youngest Lincoln, you guys were on something that he wouldn't ride yet. Yeah. And um, he found this giant foam Dragon, dragon, oh my from, gosh, it was so big. Like, the Maleficent. Maleficent? Yeah, dragon. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he never played with it again, but, no. I mean, he just wanted it. Yeah. And because there was a buffer budgeted, yeah. I could say yes. Now, yeah. I will say, fair warning, uh, as you think about your buffer and how it's used, I think we used it wisely for the first time this year. Yeah. But typically, even you as the, the parents or the adults, we'll, we'll find items yeah. that you think are awesome. So it, it has to do with how immersive it is, yeah. where you really feel like, like it's like this weird, like you drive into this bubble and you forget everything else. Yeah. And so like Disney apparel is mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, ah, this is cool. Enough. I'll, I'll wear, I'll wear this all the time. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I had this hoodie that was like kind of vintage and had kind of like a, a Mickey on it. And so I ugly. got back and wore it to a, like a baby shower or something. Yeah. Even in my Facebook memory, that picture comes up sometimes. I'm embarrassed for myself. Yeah, it's not good. It, it's not good. And I wore that like hard for a couple until you finally, or like, for example, I mean, you don't have possession of them anymore, but at one point you bought Crocs with Mickey heads on them. Yeah, there there's, was, there's, uh, there's some context that could be added. I didn't just, and they were, they were sandals, not true Crocs. That's true. They yeah. were Croc sandals yeah. because I was an idiot and I'd screwed up my feet with yeah, the yeah. crap shoes I bought. But regardless. Don't just throw that out there like I wear Croc sandals though. <laughs> <laughs> regardless there are these things that you're and and do your best to stave that off yeah because you're gonna leave the bubble and think oh well i'm never wearing that again like yeah. i even last year so i have been a number of times mm-hmm. i'll maybe share at the end how many yeah. uh but uh since 2011 i've been a number of times and even this most recent year i bought these mickey sweatpants mm, and those are not great they're no they're mm. not they i mean they're not at all. they're not great and so I wear them in the privacy of my own home, mm-hmm. and even still, I'm like, even then, you're I've judging yourself. Up. Like I can't even wear them to like Walmart or so. I just can't do it. So <laughs> can't even wear them to Walmart. Yeah, that's, that's when that's you right. know. That's right. <laughs> that's when so, you know. So get stuff and wear it there, but just know whatever you're spending, you're going to spend on that. So, yeah, and I would just sure. say, just buy large. Don't buy yourself stuff. That's <laughs> Let the best the buffer way. But apply I, to your but children. I, th- I think on this point of budgeting yeah. for a buffer, like I noticed on this trip more than other trips. Yeah. I kept seeing like everybody wears these like I just swear everybody goes on to like Etsy uh-huh. and they think they're the only person that have like found this creative, clever, funny yeah. Disney shirt. And then yeah. you get there and there's just a sea of the same yeah. shirt. It's so don't annoying, choose red. Me. Everyone wears a oh red shirt. Gosh. It's not going to help you find your family. But this year I saw a bunch of them that adults were wearing that said hashtag broke. Yeah. Or I'm like just a, here to pay. Yeah. Or, yeah. And I like, I get that that's like kind of funny. I kind of hate those because I just feel like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't want to take my kids on a trip ever where they're fixated on the fact that like, gosh, this is so expensive for mom and dad. No, I just think that's just crappy. Yeah. So I think like if you're not in a position to be able to do it when there has been long stretches of time in our life that we've not been able to do stuff like this is a more in the scope of life. This is a more recent development that we have been able to do this at older ages. Yeah. There was times when we absolutely couldn't. And if you can't, that's totally okay. Sure. But, but trying to like force it and I don't know, just trying to do it on a dime, I think is a, that is one of the things I think that makes people not really enjoy their experience because they're just too stressed the whole time. Oh yeah. Cause I've seen blogs where it's like, uh, you know, buy your family's Disney souvenirs at the outlet mall off property. Don't do that. Yeah. That's just, just not, yeah. Just like either or, or wait. I mean, for, as a family, I mean, my dad was blue collar. My mom worked my whole life and mm-hmm. we saved up for a couple of years mm-hmm. and all the kids we did, we had our own money mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, had to buy certain things on our own. Of course, the parents bought some of the things as well, yeah. but I mean, we saved up for a while before we could go. Yeah. And I think to your point, if you can't, and it's not that you can't go and like, you know, do it where you, you know, are like riding around in Cinderella's carriage, but, uh, cause that's not even a thing, but, yeah. but regardless, I think 
uh, it doesn't mean that you have to do it lux. Right. But just know, like, there's going to be some expense you didn't plan for. Yeah. And it needs to be okay. That's right. And so this last point in enhancing experience kind of ties into this. And this was a new thing that we did this year, Uh which is uh, do gift cards for kids that you're taking. Yep. So you you got them. They're amazing. These, like, metal Star Wars credits. Mm -hmm. And they each had their own dollar amount on them. And so they knew what they had. And they knew, like... Like I can use this for whatever I want. Yep. And so that's better than I think one thing that was helpful about that is like, you know, there's been times in years past where we were in a store and someone's like, I want this. And then mm-hmm. the other two uh, want something too. Right. Just because they feel like, well, if that person gets something, I don't want to get like left out eat, or, you know, it's sort of like those people who get all of their kids the exact number of presents every year. They yeah. just, the kids want to feel like everything's even, even right. though they didn't understand price back then, they wanted to feel even And this, right. in this way, I, I saw your kids really use uh, discernment. They were to much more discerning oh, about what they bought. For sure. Yeah. Until the end though, when they had too much and then I was yeah. like, all right, oh, I gotta, I gotta spend this. Yeah. So, you know, that was mainly yeah. Ryder. Yeah. The, the wheels <laughs> fell off. Yeah. That's a great little insight. Into I kept his mind. trying to tell him he could have it for the next time. I know, but it doesn't no. matter. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think that was a really great, that was a really great thing this last year. So those are a handful of ways to enhance your experience. We're yep. going to go into, f- to close with five pro tips. Okay. Okay. Perfect. You are uh, a Disney genius. I don't think it's it's a stretch to say that you have put in an ungodly amount of time into understanding yeah. how to enhance experience, yeah. how to make how Disney works best. So you're gonna this is largely gonna be you dropping some some wisdom in okay. this whole thing. Okay? Yeah, and I just want to uh, let me say first, we yeah. say all the time, like we're doing this whole thing on our. Uh, Vital few, you yeah. know, if you want this document, just email us. We'd be happy to give it to you. And yeah. if you have questions about this, just reach out to us. We'd love to help. If you need more help after this, do not reach out to Tyler. Yeah. Find a travel agent yep. or freaking Google it. <laughs> yeah. Listen to podcasts, That's all right. of that. I would love to, but the problem is, uh, I have the people in my actual life I help and that's about yeah. the best that I can do. As a side note, you call me a Disney genius. I yeah. think you mentioned it earlier, but I usually go by Disney Butler. The Disney Butler. And do you remember where that was like coined? I don't. I mean, I know it's been, we've been calling so that So you for and so Tammy long. were on a trip, just the two of you. Yeah. And you were at like a DVC, a Disney vacation club kiosk and mm. like flipping through the book oh, because that's right. you were going to be going to Hawaii. Disney, yeah. Disney has a yeah. uh, property on Hawaii and the guy came anniversary. over yep. and was going to try to sell you. And you said, well, we already are members. And uh, do you remember? <laughs> yeah, he was He was just like, I think he asked like, well, what property do you own at? Yeah, and I started yeah. asking all these questions. And we were basically like, oh, geez. Uh, we, we, well, we have like a Disney butler <laughs> who kind of does all this for us. We just kind of show up and follow him around. And That's the guy amazing. was just like so confused by that. And so we just sort of walked away. He didn't know about that program. He yet. didn't know yeah. about that. Yeah. All right. So you, here's what's going to happen yep. right now. You're going to start us into the pro tips. Yep. And I'm going to get a drink. Okay. So I'm going to be in the room and I'm yep. going to be listening, but I'll get you one too. Okay. But cool. you start dropping some wisdom on us. All right. So the first thing everyone needs to do is go to mousesavers.com. I don't know. Some of this you're going to have to Google because I'm not sponsored. I'm not going to be the most helpful. But if you Google, you know, uh, Google will help everyone. So don't text me for questions. Just Google this stuff. So uh, sign up for the Mouse Savers newsletter. And here's why. Maybe read it. Maybe don't. I've literally never read it. Sorry, Mouse Savers people who certainly aren't listening to this podcast. Uh, But uh, sign up for it. And inside their monthly newsletter 
is a link to purchase tickets from undercover tourists. Now I'm here to tell you, do not just Google, where can I purchase cheap Disney tickets? Cause you're going to get taken for a ride. Oh, there yeah. are constantly news articles about people going to prison because yeah, they, you're going to be buying uh, magic uh, beans. Oh, for sure. And your kids are going to be crying at the front of the entrance yep. when the Disney people don't let you in. Undercover Tourist is an approved reseller. We've bought tickets from them countless times. Okay. I pointed lots of people there. If you click the link from the Mouse Savers newsletter mm -hmm. to Undercover Tourist, it's going to be the most you save. And fair warning, you're going to save tens of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Disney uh, has uh, gets gets paid well for their entertainment, yep. and so know that you're not getting a bogo right. out of this sucker. If they existed, you know that I would know about it. They don't. This is the one way to do it. So that's how you should buy your tickets. So the only is... you only it's the Mouse Savers. This Mouse Savers newsletter provides a link. Link to the undercover tourist. Well, you can always go to undercover tourist. Okay. But if you use this private link, it's the cheapest. And uh, again, it. it's okay. it's saving not even tens of dollars, but dollars and dollars. Okay. Um, over just going to other undercover tourist will give you the cheapest prices. The Mouse Savers newsletter will give you even just a little bit cheaper. Okay. And cool. when you're coming up with a Disney uh, kind of uh, trip, yep. every dollar counts. Totally. So that's that's, that's number one. one. Number two. When you're deciding where to stay, just hear me out and look at it for yourself. Go to dvcrentalstore.com. So these are people who own the Disney Vacation Club, mm -hmm. and they've decided, I have too many points, or I have too much ownership, mm. I can't use it all. I'm going to rent it out. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a third-party seller, uh, a reseller, or mm -hmm. kind of broker. Yep. Uh, very reputable. I don't know anyone who's ever been burned by anything to do with them. They will take care of you, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, you get to utilize uh, that third-party uh, broker to rent other people's vacation points and stay in Disney Vacation Club villas. Here's why that's important. One, Disney has like five tiers of resorts. The mm -hmm. Vacation Club villas are the top tier. Mm. Uh, so you're staying at the highest level resort in the highest level room. Okay. Uh, number two, there's an option for a studio, a one-bedroom, a two-bedroom villa. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, when it comes to those like creature comforts of home, is mm -hmm. that a thing? Yeah. Creature comfort? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the vacation club villas will have it. So whether yeah. it, we're talking about like mini fridges in a studio and microwaves and toasters, or we're talking about full, full kitchens kitchen, yeah. and washer dryers, yep. this is a way to do it because you will stay in a vacation club villa for the price that you're looking at staying at one of more of the value resorts. And so just look into it. Um, it's very popular. And so you might not be able to get like tomorrow availability. Mm -hmm. Um, you can through Disney direct, but this is going to save you a lot of money if you have some time to plan. All right. Uh, the next one, uh, you can get free ice water at any walk up location that serves beverages. And that sounds like not a thing, but to buy water mm -hmm. everywhere you go at three fifty a bottle. That adds mm -hmm. up, you know, when it's like 900 degrees. Oh, yeah. And 4,000% humidity, which yep. is what we just had. Yep. Like, we went through a lot of water. Absolutely. So, I mean, we, like, one of the things we do, and maybe you're going to mention this, but we, we, we stop and grocery shop and do yeah. that kind of stuff. Yep. But if you're not doing that, you're just kind of like blowing into Disney. That is, that's a really good thing to know. Yep. It'll save you a significant sum of money over a, the course of a couple of days. Absolutely. So I think I think uh, that one, you can also uh, bring your um, kind of uh, reusable water, water bottle. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of station fillers. Full yeah, disclosure, uh, I don't like the water in Florida. Nah. So I'll swampy. get it from, yeah, it's swampy for sure. I'll get it from 
the locations that serve beverages because they go through a filter machine. Mm-hmm. I don't do the water water fountains. That's yeah. just not for me. Other people might not mind, but that's just not for me. Yep. Uh, next, uh, do some amount of grocery shopping for the trip for some amount of meals. So I'm not saying like penny pinch and this mm-hmm. and that, but what I am saying is a couple of things. One, just full disclosure, you can bring any kind of food into the park. As a matter of fact, a couple of years ago, there was this family that decided to test it on Thanksgiving Day. No way. And from the local Publix, ordered the entire Thanksgiving meal, full turkey, uh, all the stuff, you know, stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, all of that, and in their backpacks and everything, and, you know, and they got searched, and the security guards smiled and waved them in. The only variable that they said was challenging was they had to cut the turkey with the plastic knife, because you certainly oh, can't come in with a carving knife. Right. That's not allowed at yeah. Disney. So, uh, but you can bring anything in, all that yep. said, and most people assume not, because there's a lot, like Six Flags, for example, you mm-hmm. have to buy their food. Mm. Uh, they, they don't oh, let you yeah, bring you have to, like, outside. go out to the yeah. parking lot, eat in the parking yeah. lot. Ugh. That's real jankity. So yeah. uh, don't worry about that. But for us, we do all breakfasts and lunches mm-hmm. uh, with our own stuff. Yeah. So we bring, like, a little lunch bag. We put an ice block in it. We put our sandwiches in there, wraps and peanut butter and jelly and mm-hmm. all kinds of things like that. Yep. Uh, breakfast we have in the room before we go because we're not going to stop and use that valuable early time <laughs> right. eating. Um, and and just to interrupt you, like, so magic, I mean, everyone has different opinions. Yeah. But objectively, the food at the Magic Kingdom is trash. <laughs> it's just not good. With the exception of, like, a couple of snacks, there's not one thing worth eating there. No, there's not. Like, it doesn't have good, well, the, the is it Beast Castle? What's that place called? Oh, yeah, Be Our Guest. Be Our Guest. Yep. You can, you can get a good, at least dinner there. Yes. We did that. We haven't been done that in a long time. Yeah. But that was good. Is it good for lunch, even? Uh, not really. I mean, it's fine-ish. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's just, so it isn't the cheapest and it's not good. So no. just pack and lunch. And that one place you're talking about is virtually impossible to get into. So yeah. I would good just, luck. yeah, plan on bringing your own stuff in. Yeah, that's And good. keep in mind all of those miles we walked, you need fuel, yeah. not just chicken nuggets and hot dogs. Right. The first year we that's didn't right. know. Yeah, and so we did like a quick grocery shop in the car that we got that brought us to Disney. Yeah. They stopped it, and we got lots of cereal and bread. That was, <laughs> was all we weird, bought. Yeah. I don't know. It was a weird year. We didn't have a plan. Yeah, we, we just like sort Panic of ran buying. and grabbed stuff. Yeah. Um. But I, I mean, we like and and so we we ate in the parks and we had like chicken mm-hmm. nuggets and like uncrustables for your kid. Just yeah, like and diarrhea for days. <laughs> right, and you don't have the energy. <laughs> no. To get through 73 miles in like six days. Yeah, so. no, it's terrible. Anyway, uh, so that's yeah, something that's really good. important. Uh, another one. Uh, so we talked about having a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Google this, do your own research, but utilize a, a company called Touring Plans. If yeah. you go to touringplans.com, there is a uh, an app that helps you kind of design your day. You put in everything you want to do. You hit the optimize button and it will plan your day. And I'm here to tell you, optimize your life. Do not. It's going to give you a plan mm-hmm. that sounds, I don't know what the deal yep. is. It's going to sound stupid to you. Yeah. You're going to be, you're going to be there for rope. If you follow our advice, you'll be there for rope mm-hmm. drop. You're going to be there early. You're going to be able to get on like almost any ride you want. And for some reason, it's probably going to tell you to go ride the carousel first. Yep. And it sounds insane, but 
do what it says. For sure, because they are using algorithms. I mean, they have people on their team from that have graduated from MIT. Right. These are some smart people. Right. Uh, the people are uh, submitting wait times to them all around the parks. They get thousands of wait times every day, and they are telling you what way to go. And so we had we even this trip, we had decided to like do it on our own. We've the been first here enough time. Yeah. We're just gonna well, do our own. There's no fast. Path. The whole yeah. thing was like weird. It was different. Yeah. And so we decided to do it on our own. And we had a couple rough days to start off. And so yeah. then I thought, you know what? Let's just let's eh, just try let's it. just try it. And I hit optimize, and we owned we, it. Yeah, we crushed it. it the whole really thing. Good. It was amazing. So it's eighteen dollars a year. It's worth doing. Please, by all means, uh, get the touring plans and just read their tutorials and and all of that. Reach out to their support. I don't work for them, so yeah. don't ask me. Use a touring plan and the My I Disney Experience you. app. Yeah. It's a good app. Yeah. This this is like much more specific for a specific thing. Both yeah. of those apps are, are great, but this one is Yeah. And I I think the thing to keep in mind is that Disney can use wait times to control crowds. Uh, touring plan is using people who actually stood in the line mm-hmm. and timed their wait. And so when touring plans has a different wait time than what you see Disney, understand touring plans is like a actual real person. people. Yeah. Uh, and Disney's is whatever Disney's. Is. No one knows. Uh, there's a lot of like mystery behind the curtain at Disney. Right. Touring plans, there's actually right. people like standing there timing it. I, I did it uh, countless times. Yeah. All right. Uh, lastly, I, I'm going to give you 60 seconds to make your, I know you've got one more thing. I you got, pitch. well, I got two actually. Oh, you got two more. Yeah. It's okay. not on so there, but yeah. seven things. Yeah. I'm sorry. So I've got cool. two things for free oh, as, good. as the preachers say when they want to go long. Hey, this is for free. Um, <laughs> So, I've never, I've never said that to go long. No, you haven't. Uh, I've heard other people say, yeah. it, but regardless. Um, so number one, yep. uh, you're gonna like charge everything to your room. I advise you do that. And here is what you need to know. Probably most of the listeners or most of the listeners spouses have a target red card. Go to target buy Disney gift cards with your target red card. You get a 5% discount on those. And even at a little amount, uh, you're still saving money. So for every, you know, $500 you do, you're talking $25 in savings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the only way to get a discount at, at Disney. Uh, do it. It's really, and and be honest with yourself about what you're going to charge to the room. And, mm-hmm. you know, a trip to the, you know, uh, ice cream cart or a trip, you know, if you decide to have lunch in the park, uh, if you've got a big family, it's going to add up quick. And so that might not seem like yeah, a lot of savings. Yeah, $1 million but dollars and then diapers to get you through exactly. the rest of your day. And then secondly, if you are a listener and you like already like Disney and you've gone a few times, by all means, please, please, please do yourself a favor and look at purchasing the Disney Vacation Club. Uh, I view it as, I say this all the time, usually like when we're there, uh, but regularly shortly thereafter. It's the best financial decision I've ever made. And I don't think any financial planner would tell you that a timeshare has the ability to be, and I don't care what Dave Ramsey says about anything, really. Um, True that, boo. <laughs> right? Uh, this is the best financial decision I've ever made. I know until 2065, we're going to continue going and continue making memories and having great times and if you like i don't think you're supposed to but if you wanted to turn around and sell what you had you oh, yeah. make bank oh, right well, absolutely i mean so for example i bought in at about 90 dollars a point and as of recently not a resort i own at but some of the resorts are selling for 300 dollars a point so uh it, it's weird it's the only timeshare 
out there that appreciates in value sometimes quicker than your home can. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just no downside as long as you can afford it. And they have payment plans and all of that. You're going to save a fortune. So you can go direct through Disney. I'm here to tell you, you're going to save a fortune if you go through the DVC resale market. And I have to give a shout out to the guy who helped me. So he used to work for Disney Direct. Now he's been working for the DVC resale market. His name's Derek DeBoer. Mm-hmm. It's D-E-B-O-E-R. If you're interested in learning more, reach out to him. I'm telling you, he's not aggressive. He doesn't like, you know, use car sales menu. He will ensure that you're making a, a smart decision. As a matter of fact, uh, they have something in the DVC world called Adonitis, where you just need more and more points. And I appreciate. I, I call I that reached, tie-tie-anitis. Well, it, it is true because <laughs> at the beginning of COVID, I reached out to him uh-huh. and was like, hey, Derek, do I need more points? And he goes, you know, Tyler, I think you should think about it. <laughs> he did not yeah. just push me. And then I ended up Getting a few more yeah. Uh, after I thought about it. Yeah. But he wasn't willing. And so he's that kind of guy. Derek DeBoer at DVC Resale Market. Reach out to him. All right. That's it. I feel like so we now, owe that guy a really good dinner. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, I, well, I tried. You know, yeah. he, he and I were going to get together. And here, who wants to take their resale or their timeshare <laughs> seller out for dinner? <laughs> Me. We still connect. Uh, I had some extra points, uh, gave them to him and his family so that he could enjoy a little oh, bit of a trip. Right. Awesome. I, I mean, like, it's that kind of thing that's yeah. just so different than what you usually, you know, they're usually trying to, like, uh, bamboozle you and, yeah. and, you know, pull the carpet out and all the other vernacular I can come up with in this moment. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, reach out to him. I think you'd be really happy. Even, even if you just have some questions, yep. he can help you. Yeah, that's good. I think the closing thing I'd say that I have found about these trips that we go on is uh, is that physically they're they are tiring. Absolutely, you know, like to walk seventy three miles uh, over the course of a week is a lot. Yep. So they're physically tiring, but we really did come back, and you even texted me earlier this week. Like, I just realized, like, I feel pretty good. Yeah. And it's been quite a while since I've gotten a text like that from you. <laughs> So, um, and I would say the same thing. I feel like it's really post that trip is really the first time in almost a year that I feel like I was able to shake the dust a little bit. And so, um, again, maybe it's not going to be everybody's experience there, but it definitely has been ours. And uh, I just don't think that it is a waste of an opportunity and money if you can make it work. And if you have the ability to do it, I'm telling you through COVID, your family needs it. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And no and I would say if it's not Disney, your family needs Something. a vacation. Yeah. But go to Disney. But go to <laughs> but go to Disney. <laughs> I like that. And buy it through Derek. All right. So yeah. if you are listening, this is your very first time joining us. Typically this is not what we talk about. No. But um one of the 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 goals that we have for this podcast is to help leaders, ministry leaders thrive personally. Mm-hmm. And so that's really has been our bent in yeah. this is to help uh, talk about something that has helped us thrive personally is yeah. to be able to do that. And so uh, next week we will jump back into our conversation uh, about the vital few. Yep. If you have uh, missed the, I think at this point, three previous episodes have been about that at yep. this point. So maybe go back and listen to those. We'll jump back into that next week. But if you are joining us for the first time and you have enjoyed this, if you could do us a favor, subscribe wherever you listen to podcast, leave a review where you listen. And we would love to connect and hear from you on social media. Media. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at, at Ryan Hughley. That's H U G U L E Y. 
You can find me on the same platforms at at Tyler Dravitz. That's D-R-E-W-I-T-Z. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next week. See you real soon. Oh, jeez. You are a Disney character. (laughs) 